Gabriel Cadieu rubbed his tired eyes and looked again at his ledger. He hunched his broad shoulders and settled his big body in his chair. He could have hired a bookkeeper to deal with such matters, but he preferred to keep a close watch on his monetary incomings and outgoings. That way no one could cheat him. The members of his staff were hand-picked for their honesty and loyalty, but temptation was everywhere, and there were already too many people eager to relieve him of his hard-won blunt. Five years ago, at the tender age of twenty-two, Gabriel had won what was now Cadu's gambling club from the original owner. The man's arrogance and his disbelief that someone so far beneath him could best him at cribbage had ultimately been his downfall. He had lost his club and, in trying to win it back, had increased the stakes and therefore lost a great deal of money besides. That night was the beginning of Gabriel's rise from nothing to something, and his chance to make a success of a life that until then had been lived on the edge of poverty and respectability. Not that he was respectable now. To own a gambling hell was not exactly a respectable occupation. Some titled gentlemen did own them, and ladies too, but that was usually through necessity rather than choice. Gabriel did not fool himself into thinking he would ever be considered an upright citizen. He knew what he was, and was perfectly content with it. Now he ran his eye down the columns of figures, adding them up in his head, and was pleased to discover it had been a particularly lucrative night. As usual, his hard-earned profit gave him a feeling of immense satisfaction. That he, an unwanted bastard from a foundling home, should find himself in such a comfortable position. He had been lucky, certainly, and his head for figures had been enormously helpful when it came to gambling, especially in skill-based games such as cribbage. But he wasn't like most of the gentlemen who frequented his club, bored and desperate for entertainment. If losing everything on the turn of a card or the roll of the dice made them feel alive, then Gabriel was not going to dissuade them, even though he didn't understand that sort of mindset. He was pragmatic and hard-headed, and any risks he undertook were carefully thought out. He told himself he would never bet his home and fortune on the fall of a card. On the whole, he was satisfied with his life, as it was, and had no intention of altering it. That wasn't to say he could not be generous when it suited him, and sometimes when it didn't. He would do anything for his two best friends, and he had been known to toss a coin to the street beggars, especially if they were children. He poured himself a glass of claret, and leaned back, admiring the ruby-red colour against the lamplight. French, no doubt. Charles had a contact in the government who turned a blind eye to import and excise. Charles Wickley, his friend and partner in business, made himself very useful in various ways, but particularly when it came to supplying the club with top-quality spirits. Add to that the excellent chef he had employed to prepare two suppers nightly, and Gabriel was beginning to wonder how he had ever managed without him. Charles Wickley and Freddie Hart, both from the same foundling home as Gabriel, were his best friends, then and today. Family was not always born of the same blood, or so he had discovered over the years. Voices drifted up from the gambling rooms downstairs. Someone gave a drunken shout. It was late, and although there would still be games being played, Vant Eun, Lou, or Whist, among others, the final supper had been served. Soon his guests would be staggering off to their beds, the staff would then have the task of cleaning up and preparing the rooms for tomorrow night, when the whole thing would start again.
In the early days, Gabriel had mingled a great deal more in those rooms. There were always men who had listened to the tales of Gabriel's exceptional skill, a skill that had raised him to his current place in the world, and were keen to topple him from his perch. Occasionally, Gabriel would play them, but the truth was he didn't enjoy the thought of losing. The club wasn't a recreation for him or a way of showing off. It was work, a means to an end. And these days he preferred to keep his distance from chances with nothing to lose, such as the boy he had once been.